Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is happening? Welcome to the Nintendo PowerCast. This is a bonus episode. This is a part, this is a three-part series where we're going to be taking a look at the Ask the Developer uh, posts over on Nintendo's site for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So we're going to be looking at part one for this session. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know about a brand new membership that I've just started called the Backlog Crew. Okay, what you're going to get by joining this, uh, this, this membership is an exclusive Discord role. You're also going to have access to an exclusive chat. And then every month, there's going to be a live discussion that we do in Discord where we all talk about the games that we played in our backlog. Now, the cool thing is, is we're going to record this. It's going to go out on NPC. And if you are a content creator or you're thinking about getting started, you can shout out your channel, your brand, all that stuff during these recordings. So if it's something you're interested in, you want to tackle that backlog with me because I'm looking at my backlog going, this thing's crazy. And I just want to get the community together so we can take up arms against our backlog. There's going to be a link in the description if you want to join. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good time. But without any further ado, let's jump in to The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ask the developer. Now, it's volume nine from Nintendo, but it's part one for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So here we go. This article has been translated from the original Japanese content, and the images shown in this interview were created during development. Okay, in 
In this ninth volume of Ask the Developer, an interview series in which Nintendo developers convey in their own words Nintendo's thoughts about creating products and the specific points they are particular about. We're talking to developers behind the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game for the Nintendo Switch system, which launches Friday, May 12th. I don't know about you guys, but my, my special edition just shipped today, and it's supposed to be here Friday, so I'm looking forward to that. So... First up, they asked the developers to introduce themselves. Um, Anuma, referred to as Anuma from this point on in the article, says, Hello, I'm Anuma, the producer of The Legend of Zelda series. My first role in the series was designing dungeons for The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and I served as the director and producer for The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. And I've been, uh, and I've been the series producer ever since. Um, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time released November 98, as most of us know. They just have some uh, citations there as all. So let's see. Fuji by Aishi, if I hopefully I said it right, guys. Um, it says, hello, I am uh, Hidemaro Fuji by Aishi, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom director, continuing from the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword and the previous game, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I proposed the fundamental idea of the game and directed the entire production team. So that's that this this is pretty cool. We're going to get some just really some insider info behind the scenes. This is the stuff that I love. I love. And especially right before this game launches, I'm really excited to dive in here. So next up we have Taku Taku Takuhiro Dahota. Hopefully I said it right. It says, "Hi, I am Dahota, the technical director for this game. I've been involved in the Legend of Zelda series in various different roles, but the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was the first time I worked on the Legend of Zelda game from the very start. In this title, too, I was responsible for the game's overall technical direction. And then Satora Takazawa uh, says, Hi, I'm Satora Takazawa, the art director for this game. I first joined the series with the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and since then, I've been handling artwork and design for titles such as The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker and The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, I've coordinated the visuals since The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay, and then we also have... So, um, I think this is the last one here is Hajim Wakai. And again, I don't know if I'm saying these right, so you guys can roast me if you need to. Uh, it says, hello, I'm Haji Wakai, the second uh, director. My first involvement in the series was when I composed music for The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker which was amazing. And I've been involved as the sound director for the series since the legend of Zelda skyward sword. So they've, they've, you know, they've been around, they've been around. They've, they've put some, uh, they put some time into this series that we all, that we all love. So, all right. It says, thank you very much. Many, uh, many may already be familiar, but a son, could you give us a brief introduction to the legend of Zelda series? I'm not going to go through this because we are all very familiar with the uh, with the Legend of uh, Zelda series. And so they, they do ask a question here and it says, so this title picks up after the events of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Numa says, yes, this title is set in Hyrule shortly after the end of the previous game. There are many reasons why we chose this setting after finishing development on the previous title. We wondered if we could make it possible for players to continue exploring the world after they reach the game's ending. Now I'm going to stop right there because I've seen some people in Nintendo's tweets saying that this game should only be DLC. It is nothing but a, but an asset flip and they're not happy about it. But I don't know about you guys. 
I spent 120 hours in this game. Pretty sure I never saw everything. And I know there's going to be change. We, we watched the world change before our eyes in the trailer. We're not only going in the sky, but we're also going in the, uh, to, to the underground, which we're going to talk about more in, uh, in part three. So continuing on, the Legend of Zelda series uh, seems to be one of those franchises where the visual style and game mechanics often change drastically for each entry. Was there ever a discussion about creating a new game with a completely new world rather than a sequel? Anuma says no, not really. Although the previous title, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, has its own conclusion, we started to come up with new ideas that we wanted to bring to life in this already realized version of Hyrule. So our direction in making a sequel did not change. Uh, Fuji by Aishi says, just like some, uh, just like somewhere, you know, uh, inside and out, we understand where everything is in Hyrule from the legend of Zelda breath of the wild. And because of that, we believed it was possible to create new gameplay for this reason. The initial proposal, we clearly stated the setting will not change as an important concept. Even when I shared this with the team members here, there were no objections and we were all aligned on that idea from that point onward. And so it really seems that the, although the world will be similar in the, in the same, in some, in some cases, the power-ups and the way we traverse it are going to be different. And obviously we're heading to the sky and underground. So there, there will be more to do. There's also got to be, you know, I mean, we, we've seen the shrines are different. Some of the enemies are going to be different. It's, I don't know. For me, it does not, I'm excited to go back, right? And as long as there is plenty, I mean, we're, we're not going to know. Like, the, the, my opinion of this could change after playing the game, but I doubt it. I have a feeling it's going to feel familiar yet new, and we're going to be so excited to be back in this world that we love. Uh, Dota says when I was working on the programming for Woohoo Island during Wii Sports Resorts development, I remember Miyamoto-san saying that he wanted to turn the actual stages of games into characters. What he meant by that was to create one island and use that as a base to add various kinds of gameplay to different games. The idea of having new discoveries in the same setting was striking to me. I've been wanting to try this idea with other titles, and I suppose this game would leverage that kind of approach. Uh, the interviewer says, I see. So the decision to create a sequel in the same setting was deliberate. Uh, Dota, in contrast, we made some fairly big changes to gameplay. In The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, if players wanted to travel from the sky to the ground, they had to select it from the map. But in this game, you can dive from the sky directly to the ground without any interruption. On top of that, players can also ride on flying vehicles and so on, offering more freedom within the same setting as the previous game. If a location, if a location were completely unfamiliar to you, you'd probably be hesitant to dive down from the sky. But because it's a world that you've already explored in the previous game, these transportation methods make sense. So this it's interesting hearing from the the developer's perspective on this and really some of the reasons is that it just it it 
it's it's a little bit hard as gamers i think to to think about like well we're just going back to where we've we've already been but i also don't think we have a real good understanding of how vast the 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 sky islands are i have a feeling they're going to be relatively vast and there's going to be plenty to do up there and i think it's going to be i think it's going to be a lot of fun seeing hyrule with the ability to to potentially fly from you know from one side of the to the other or and again once the once this game gets into the hands of the community the 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 creations that we're going to see that could potentially send us from one side of hyrule to the other i'm i'm very curious about that or just the way we see link kind of gliding on that giant that giant wing if you will there's there's got to be something to that and there's got to be like I'm curious about the gameplay elements that we're going to experience, you know, while in the sky, while in the air. And how is that going to be? How is it going to be changed from uh, from Breath of the Wild? Because we I would say we know and trust this team. So it's a it's a pretty gutsy move to take us back to where where we've already been. But it's also a very vast world that we all know and love. So. It's, it's going to be interesting. And I love hearing them talk about it and kind of give some reasons for it. I think it's, I think it's great. Moving on here, it says, um, being able to dive from the sky to the surface and into a pond seamlessly in this title sure does feel exhilarating. It truly feels like an open air game this time around. Uh, Dota says, adding the ability to dive from sky uh, was also partly due to Anuma Sun and Fujibayashi's son's persistence right uh fubibayashi says yeah i've wanted to make this happen ever since the legend of zelda skyward sword thinking how satisfying it'd be to dive from sky and jump directly into the water in this title diving is not just about enjoying and um an exhilarating seamless means of travel but it also brings more value as a tool for gathering information about the surface by surveying it from above and there it is that's what i was wondering about and and maybe there's going to be we i was i was talking with the community on that community episode about like how are they going to give some uh, quality of life to to korok seeds uh, potentially or the you know just the 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 things we have to search for and unlock maybe surveying allows that kind of stuff to take place. Maybe it's, uh, it allows us to find shrines a little bit quicker or, or, or something along those lines. So well, there's, there's something to it. There's definitely something to it there. So it says, that's true. It's not just a satisfying way to travel laughs. So you're saying that being able to look over Hyrule from above and descend from the sky further expands the scope of the gameplay, right? Anuma says that's right. But when we talk about these things, many may think, well, you can't enjoy this game unless you've already played the previous game and are familiar with the setting. But the new gameplay ideas we packed into this title are all the things that can be solved intuitively. So I think the first time players can rest assured that this game is easy to get into. Fujibayashi uh, uh, says the same goes for the story, too. We put in some effort to make sure that it feels comfortable to both first time players and those with experience of the previous game. For example, we've prepared a character profile feature that players can see anytime during their adventure. So it's easy to understand the relationship between characters, even without the knowledge from the previous title. On the other hand, those who have played the previous game may enjoy reading these profiles because some of the content will make you grin and think, right, I remember that. 
another question from the interviewer here says since this is a sequel the let uh the legend of zelda breath of the wild is the foundation but i see there are also various considerations for new players as well by the way if you're using the same world don't you need to put effort into creating differences in the graphics and sound these are good questions um takazawa says i keenly felt that implementing something new into the same world was actually harder than creating something from scratch Although it is the same world, we want to make sure players experience it with a new sense of wonder. So to achieve that, we had to take a world originally made up of things we designed to fit it, per, um, of things we designed to fit it perfectly, and then bolt a new layer of surprises on top of it, designed from a different perspective. And we had to go, we had to do so without erasing the familiar world. Even though we racked our brains last time to put it all together. Of course, from the development staff's point of view, it is definitely more fun to come up with ideas and creating new surprises, but it sure was challenging, but it sure was a challenging development process. So there you go. We, I, I, again, as I said before, I don't think it's something that we have to worry about being so like just reused assets. I think they're really going to surprise us here and there's going to be there's going to be changes to the world that are going to that are going to feel familiar but also new. Um Wakai uh says for the game's music we broke the conventions of the series in the previous game and mainly used piano tones. While this title follows the same musical direction, we grappled with how to create a sense of freshness as a sequel. The sound effects are generated by a completely new system that's different from the previous game. So even if the same sound is used, it sounds a lot more realistic in this game. For example, in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, we tried to make nearby environmental sounds, such as bird calls, sound realistic. However, with this title, the expressive, uh, expressiveness of these sounds has improved to the point where players hear a bird call from afar and sense the distance more uh realistically and it looks like they do have a video that plays here it's just 48 seconds of uh of some of a, i'm assuming some birds playing in the background and this uh, i don't even know honestly which which game they're they're showing here so we'll see so the the interviewer says so with each element that you are responsible for you took on new challenges while working with the previous title as framework and uh fuji bayayashi uh, says what to change and what to keep. We spent a lot of energy thinking about this. So there you go, guys. This has been part one of Ask the Developer over on Nintendo site, digging in to The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. There's two more parts to come. But I will say this. After reading through this myself, I feel pretty, pretty good even even a little bit better about going back into the world of Hyrule from Breath of the Wild. And I just, I can't imagine there are sure there are things as a company that, you know, at Nintendo as a company that it feels, it feels sometimes like a cash grab, but I can't imagine them taking a beloved title as, as, as the legend of Zelda breath of the wild is and, and doing something that, that was just a cash grab. You know, it's it's not been a good time for AAA games as of recent, and it, it's really time for Nintendo to shine with this one. We're seeing such a huge marketing push that it makes me believe they have a true hit on their hands. And not only that, but this game has been delayed 
multiple times. Remember, we first heard about it in uh, what was it, 2020 or even 2019. So it's been uh, it's it, it's been quite some time since uh, since this game has been out, and we've dealt with multiple delays so that they could get the polish on it. And I think it's I think it is going to be a fantastic title. I love getting these behind the scenes with the development team. I think it is so fantastic. And again. We don't see this all the time. This is only volume nine in this series. So it's something relatively new to Nintendo. And I'm here for it. The more we get to a, a peek behind the curtains of the, the, the development of the games we love, it just brings a greater connection to those games anyway. And that, that honestly excites me. So want to say thank you so much again for listening. And we will see you over in part two. Bye now.